Pubcasters, this is Tim, your host of the AIMP Nashville Pubcast. Welcome to our final mashup episode, where we ask our guests the same questions and share with you the best answers. Today's mashup is our infamous crystal ball, where we ask our guests to use their gift of prophecy to look into the future and tell us what they see. Our first guest is Alec Heike with Sound Royalties. He shares his confidence in streaming growth and income and more diversity in music. Now, it's my crystal ball time, Alex. Uh, I love to look in my crystal ball, see, see some, uh, some trends or some uh, transitions coming. Uh, do you see anything in your crystal ball that's of interest to you that you would like to share? Yeah, you know, streaming is here to stay. And we're going to continue to see more income from it and, and more dependence on it. And I think there'll be a shift in the music that's created. You know, right. If you look back to the Great Depression, you know, leading up to it in the Roaring Twenties, the music was about partying and celebrating. And after the Great Depression, immediately following the songs, the hit songs were, Brother, Can You Spare a Dime? Will I Ever Work Again? Right. But let's talk about the music shifting now to be more about streaming rather than, you know, a pop song. So if, if you're a, uh, a Christian writer, rather than writing Christian pop to hit that one radio station on that in every market, just about on the dial, you know, we're seeing people be successful at Christian heavy metal, Christian rap, Christian trap, and, and you know, focusing on what they really love. And it's coming through in the music and that that music is earning a living because people are looking for narrow lands of what they won't love to listen to. Our next guest is Brad Kennard with Concord, who sees more creativity with copyrights and other ways to monetize our music. Well, what I'm most intrigued by is, is you know, as an industry and as a music publishing uh, industry in Nashville, we've historically been completely focused on hit singles at country radio that will remain to be a focus for as far as I can see. What I am also curious about and keeping an eye on is what other ways can publishers continue to, to do business. And I think we're going to be getting a little more creative as an industry, uh, you know, pushing beyond and focusing on, okay, if we're looking at a writer or an artist that we publish that's streaming, you know, not in the hundreds of millions, how do we make money if they're not on country radio? And I just think there's going to be a lot of creativity about how we approach that, you know, with the the absence of mechanical royalties, which, you know, was the foundation of any songwriter's career 20 years ago, maybe even less, but uh, that's gone. And getting a, a song recorded on an album is, is, is a great success, but not monetarily, only if it becomes a country radio single. So really figuring out ways to make those cuts matter that don't necessarily go to country radio. And I think that's going to be a focus of a lot of publishers figuring that balance out. Next up, Randall Foster with Symphonic Distribution. And he shares his thoughts on artist engagement and the blockchain. So I think direct to audience engagement is going to be at an all time high. We're all hearing catchphrases and, and acronyms like NFT and blockchain. And most people uttering those phrases don't know anything about them. And I don't claim to be an expert in it, but I'm learning and you all should be too. 
things like Discord servers dedicated to an artist's fan base where the artist can communicate regularly in real time with the fan base is going to be a very big reality moving forward. And I think it's, I think it's incredible. I think that, you know, the potential that's in front of us with, with the blockchain in particular um, is incredible um, from the smart contracts. You know, it'll be very interesting to see how that affects publishing agreements, frankly, and, and other industry-based agreements where you've got a, a tracked chain of ownership through every piece of IP. This is really incredible stuff. And so um, I, I expect that we'll see more and more going on there. I do think it's worth saying, and I'll say it out loud, blockchain is, they're not blockchain. NFTs are not for everyone. They are not for everyone. And I they are not the silver bullet. If you're not succeeding putting butts in seats and, and releasing music and, and really engaging an audience, releasing an NFT is not going to change that for you. I think NFTs are going to be the kind of thing where an artist is doing everything else right, or a label that's doing everything else right is going to have the ability to really level up. But I, I would not look at it as a silver bullet. And now we have Travis Myatt with 12.6, who hears new music trends coming. All right. I'm going to bet that this kind of grunge country thing that's happening right now. And it's wonderful. I, I, I love it. I, I, I truly do. But um, I think it's going to probably give way to a bit of, we're going to get some nineties trends going on. We're going to get some cowboy crooners coming back in. And, um, and, and beyond that, I'm not really sure, but I think that it's, it's going to be, a very great, but like a, a, a subgenre of country, much like there was a pop country, much like there was a bro country, much like there, you know, all these different things. I think it's going to uh, eventually give way to something, but I, I but it's always going to be around. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing a lot of collabs. I don't see those going away. And I've seen an interesting trend with people rewriting 90s gold gold songs where they literally rewrite the song and make it something new with the uh, with the writers you know uh, permissions and stuff. Uh, we not, talked not about sampling. that the other day. Like rap and R and B, they've been doing that for so long, and it's been just. I mean, there was a while there when you couldn't turn on the radio for those genres and hear a song that wasn't a direct derivative of something or had a sample or, or something like that. And I hope it happens in country. God, there's so many, I mean, it's, I mean, honestly, it's a publisher's dream if you have some of those old copyrights, but it's like, you know, just like use, use the content again, use the song again, use the idea again. It's not, it's not used up. People love that stuff and they loved it the first time for a reason. They're going to love it a second time for a reason. Now, my friend Walker Hayes, artist and songwriter, who drops some hints on some new upcoming music. Actually, my single "Y'all Life" right now. I think uh, Sierra is going to be doing a verse on it, so that's pretty sick. I'm a huge fan of her. Uh, I've got a song with Florida coming out um, in a month or two called "High Heels," and it's a bop. And then, man, I got to tell you, I, you know, Tim, my Here's if for everybody listening, 
the, the, the challenge to me, like when, when I, when I got to Nashville, I mean, this artist stuff is fun. It's, it's great. And I truly love it. It's exhilarating, but a song writing song. I mean, that is, that's, that's where the joy is for me. And I'm telling you, man, I, I haven't had, you know, a significant, I've cut some songs that have been hits. I haven't had that outside banger. You know what I mean? Like that I wrote that somebody else cut. And I wrote this song when I became a believer with a guy named Michael Farron. And the song is called Jesus's fault. And this guy named Zach Williams, he's a Christian artist. He cut the ever loving snot out of this song called Jesus's fault. And he featured me, which was kind. He didn't have to, um, cause his, his parts sound way better than mine, but this song comes out end of this month and it's called Jesus's fault. And man, just again, just that's, that's been the dream all along. Like I just would love to write songs and man, there is nothing cool. It's one thing to hear me on the radio singing a song, but hearing Zach deliver my heart, you know, for, for Jesus it is nuts, man. I cannot hear this song without bawling. And so that if, if you had to say like, what are you, what are you most excited about? It's, it's hearing Zach's song come out. I mean, it, it's, he made it his and I'm blown away, but I, that, that's been the goal. <laughs> the AIMP Nashville Pubcast is hosted by yours truly, Tim Hunzey. Executive producer, Travis Myatt. Producer, Brandon Harrington. Mixing and editing by Casey Porter. And this has been a Dime Collective production. 